You are listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast, episode 43, with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Father Roderick. And of course, we are two very big losers. And we're <laughs> proud of it. Uh, we're way too big. We're to way be- losers. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're big losers, but we're still too big. How's that? Yes. I, I prefer to be a, a slightly smaller, uh, less heavier loser. <laughs> hey, we're going to give you a little bit of an update about what's happened in this week's episode of The Biggest Loser. But hey, if you are not a huge fan of the show it's your, itself, that's okay. There's still plenty for you here in this episode because we talk about ourselves and we talk about the community and this week father roderick i am very delighted to say that we have quite a bit of audio feedback so we're going to actually hear how the pursuit of a more balanced and healthy lifestyle is going for many of our listeners and that's really why we created this show that's great yes absolutely because uh there are only a few select people that can be on the ranch, but we can all join in the same journey towards a healthier life. And uh, and 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 one of the reasons that we started this show was to uh, to to use the Biggest Loser TV show as a let's say like a, a springboard to get motivated to get motivated ourselves, but also to be able to motivate you as a listener to uh, to join us in this quest for a healthier and less heavy life. Absolutely. Hey, let's real quick uh, talk about this week's episode, then we'll go into some listener feedback and we'll share our own journey, what's been going on in our own uh, weight loss and uh, physical activity uh, goals and stuff like that over the past week. So uh, this week's episode, what'd you think? Uh, It was one of the most painful episodes I've had to sit through. I, I uh, I was yelling, I was literally yelling at the screen at one point. Uh, and and this is one of the. Uh, it has to do with the gameplay. Um, some seasons, the it's all about the weight loss, and and the emphasis is on getting healthier. And the gameplay is a is kind of a side dish almost. <laughs> and in this particular episode, um, there was just very nasty gameplay and people conspiring together and threatening to throw the way in in order to push someone out and get someone else in their team and and it's every single thing that is indicative i think is symptomatic of their bad attitude and being there for the wrong reasons and i think these people have such a huge chance and there's so many people who would like to be there in their place and instead of giving it their best and sacrificing everything they have in order to give a good example to the rest of america and to the rest of the world it seems like a few of these contestants are only obsessed with winning that big prize and getting all the money. And, and, and if, if that is their attitude, then they will never get there. They won't win the show and they will not get their health back. I'm, I'm positive about it. You know, I, I suppose the, I, I, you know, it, it, sometimes I forget because obviously I'm not competing for a big 250,000 or a half million dollar prize, whatever it is this year. Um, and so sometimes I forget about it, but in, in my heart, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, as far as gameplay, it, I am I would imagine that the motivation that you get at the ranch to, to work out and to do the things necessary to drop those pounds is so great 
that I think that I would probably be willing to play do the gameplay myself, not for the prize for the financial prize. Although I bet you, if I was on the ranch and I was you know eight people away from two hundred fifty thousand, I imagine that might actually come into my mind. But just even without the 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 money. The fact of staying on the ranch for that continued motivation that 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 beating me <laughs> into submission, sure. but it, that 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 in itself is a motivation to just stay there as long as you can. Yes, but but you can also stay as long as you can just by giving it your all and trying to lose as much weight as possible. But but I I I've, I've got a strong feeling that um, th- these well a few of the contestants in in this episode were. Um, <sighs> They were willing to kick someone out, uh, a, a woman who had just joined, had yep, just had yep. a second chance, and they were conspiring to, to 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 bring her home again. It's like whereas she at the beginning she kind of sacrificed her own immunity and gave it to someone else because she wanted to train with uh, with Jillian, and so you you can tell that this girl is extremely motivated. She's there for all the right reasons. And then these dudes just, you know, and for to save their own skin, they and it's something that in 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 some other seasons I've seen much better examples of people who are even I've I've seen situations where people sacrifice themselves. They were like, I will just go home to give this other person a, another chance. And so yes. I'm, I think I've just seen so much heroic virtue in previous seasons that it it kind of ah uh, it irritates me when I see gameplay and especially the thing that. You know, I I can't blame them for playing the game because it is a game and it is reality t- television. It is kind of what would <laughs> makes at least some people tick. But um, but what I hate is that people lie about it. Yes, it's this one guy during the weigh in, and he only loses two two pounds. Yeah. and he's yeah. the type of guy who easily could have lost like twenty pounds if he would have given it uh, a bit more. So he was clearly clearly lying and then he's standing there in front of all the cameras in front of the united states all these millions of people that are watching and he's saying i'm swearing on my what was it god's god uh daughter that i didn't throw the way in i get i have nothing to say i i don't understand it myself and it's like dude you are just lying yeah. <laughs> and I hate that it's what I hated last year with that that lady from the red team who was just flat out lying and everybody knew it and she just kept saying well I don't know I'm not lying no oh gosh I ah, this episode was painful in that respect because I'm I'm watching this show to get inspired not just by the the exercise and by, by you know the the tips that you get but also you know, I want to see people that are actually inspiring. Yes, that I, I like that. I can that I feel empathy with, and 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 uh, these people. I'm I'm just girl. I hated that team, and I was like, I, I there is no way. And and then I pity um, uh, Jillian that it's her team because it, you know Jillian is 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 much more. Um, let's say Bob is very pragmatic. Is like if people play the game, then it's like. Well, you play the game. You play the game. I can play. I can blame you for that. My job as a trainer is to, you know, just give you uh, workouts and, and make sure that you lose the weight. But Jillian is much more like she has a lot of. Um, she has. A, she's always got a weak spot for the the weaker contestants and the people that are threatened to be, you know, voted out. And um, and she cannot stand dishonesty because it's. Dishonesty, I think, is one of the problems of some of these contestants. They're they're being dishonest towards themselves. They, 
you know, they, they, I, I, I just don't know. I, I, I felt terrible. The only thing that, and, and then the end, by the end of the show, instead of voting out the girl from Atlanta, uh, which I feared that they would do, yeah. they vote out the only nice guy in their team. You know, the, what's his, his, his name? His name's Rick. Doctor, or I, I forgot what he did in real life, but, you know, just a genuinely nice, sympathetic guy, kind of a father figure for, uh, for some of the others, and, uh, and definitely someone that I hope to see because he's just a nice guy. He's a pleasant guy. He's someone uh, that I sympathize with, with. And then to see that they send him home just because he's a threat and because he's very motivated. And then you, uh, we get stuck with those jerks for another couple of weeks. Ah! Yeah, well, the th- one thing I will say is Rick and his story was probably the most encouraging and inspirational story there. Um, yes, and the end was great. The, the, yeah, because they, they show that he went home. He's lost 120 pounds himself and he goes in he works out one and a half hours in the morning before he goes to work he comes home after work and goes and works out again and then after dinner he goes and has dinner with the family and he goes and works out again three workouts a day unbelievable (laughs) and of course that's how you lose 120 pounds And yeah. I have a feeling we might see him back uh, for the at-home prize. I wouldn't be surprised. That's kind of what he vowed when he was uh, when he was sent home. He's like, "America, next time you'll see me, I'll be a hundred thousand dollars richer." <laughs> He's he obviously has what it takes. I mean, you can just yes. tell. Uh, yeah. Based upon the results he's already had, and not only that, but the I mean, he he's 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 got the routine. Yes, definitely, and he's, his family supports him and. Uh, he clearly has um, so much motivation that he can make that much time. I mean, <laughs> two hours before you go to work, then work a whole day and then get back, work out some more, eat, work out some more. Holy moly. And I am like looking at this morning, I woke up and, and it's raining outside. And it's like, am I going to go? Out for-? No, I'm not. I'm going to stay home. It, it's raining a bit. I'm, I'm not going to run. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's misty outside. Yeah, uh, right. That's water too, right? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, let's see here. The, the Outside of Rick's story at the end, um, you know, I was a little bit excited about just the, the fact that after the black team had won their their prize that they gave up their letters to, to the, you know, four of them had given yeah. up letters to, I, I thought that was touching, but... It was nice. It was nice. But the, outside of those two things, there was only one other thing. And it wasn't even a part of the episode itself. It was like a trainer tip with Jillian. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was uh, small por- small portions can make a big difference. And it was really just a zipper Ziploc thing. Yes, it was an advertisement or an advertorial. And she, but the tip it, in itself, I think, is good. Yes. Uh, pre-prepare some snacks for during the day. Know what you put into that bag and um, and take that wherever you go instead of eating, you know, uh, having these impulse moments where you just buy junk food, just yeah. eat, eat, you prepared. So and you know what's in it, I've which, been- which, by the way, was one of the, um, the I, I don't know what you thought about the first hour. Uh, the first challenge they had to run from uh, from place to place in, in I, I guess it was Los Angeles. I, I'm not sure. Um and then at various locations in the city, they had to guess, um, they had to choose between two meals and determine which meal had the least calories. Yes. And yeah. I hoped for something educational. And instead we get something that is 
kind of almost set up for you to to take to guess the wrong uh, plate because. You know, for instance, the first the first two plates that they present is one. It's a Caesar salad, which immediately makes me think mayonnaise and oh man, that must be so fat. And then they've got like select um, vegetables, and then the guy says something about but but it's topped up with with the butter and olive oil. But they don't tell you how much. They don't yeah. tell you how much, the quantity. And so you know, these contestants here, olive oil, butter. They they've they have these calorie guides, you know, these booklets that they get from Bob and Jillian. So they, they are constantly studying these guys because they have to know, uh, all, this is something that is a recurring thing in all the seasons of The Biggest Loser. So they are studying this. And, and, and once they hear olive oil, they know, what, yes, olive oil is healthy, but it's also, there are a lot of calories in there. And so they pick the wrong plate. And it's like, come on. Well, not <laughs> only not fair. not only that, but they did, they had, this was an opportunity for an educational moment. Uh, yeah. But but to, for it to be an educational moment, they needed to almost stop and explain why it was the wrong decision. Yes. And they did and, not and, do and, that. No. And no, not only that, but after they chose wrong or right, uh, some of them did choose one or two right, um, yeah. when they did get the results, they threw up on the screen for just a brief second what yeah. the actual fat count was or calorie count was. Yeah. And I'm telling you, even with my DVR, I had to go back two or three times to actually see what it was. And, and, and the calorie difference was like 40 calories. I mean, it's almost no difference between the meals. Yeah. So that's a missed opportunity, I it think. It was a huge missed opportunity. And I, did, I just did not see very much education in this episode. Oh. It was all about the drama. And I know that that's what... The, you know that's what their big thing is but man i tell you that no oh, but, but we've seen better seasons we, we have. I, i've seen many seasons that were a lot better especially season eight that was my all-time favorite season um and because the the contestants were all like very motivated extremely likable people there have been great moments of where you know people sacrificed their own place or their own spot for someone else and you know, there were moments where I was very, very uh, impressed by the quality of their of their motivation, and and now it's kind of back to the beginning, and it's all gameplay and stupid things, and it's like, ah, I'm not watching this show for for these for these petty things. Anyway, <laughs> that's well, why we do this show to do something a little bit more than just a TV show. <laughs> that's exactly right, and I tell you what, we're gonna do is we are we're gonna now turn everything over to our community and hear what's going on in their lives. Little bit of pe- little bits and pieces of feedback. And I think we're going to turn first to Jen, who I believe might be in Washington, D.C. Let's check, check it out here. Hi, Father Roderick and Cliff. This is Jen from Washington, D.C. And I have been a fan and listener of your Biggest Loser podcast since last fall, 2009. I just wrote you guys a much longer email telling you about how I'm doing on my own personal journey and my goals for the future. But I'm hoping you actually play this voice recording or at least mention me because I really and truly want to be held accountable for the goals that I've just set for myself. The truth is I have completely fallen off the wellness wagon. Last fall, after my first full year of being an attorney, I realized that I gained not the freshman 15, as they say, but the rookie 30 pounds, as I call it. And I really couldn't believe that I had let that happen without even realizing it. But I figured I had been working out too hard and not being self-aware and not taking very good care of myself. And now I had to make the effort to take a long, hard look at myself and make some positive changes in my life to get back to being healthy and happy. 
and I did it. I listened to your podcast and watched The Biggest Loser fall season religiously last year, and I lost 20 pounds. But then just five pounds away from reaching a healthy weight, what did I do? I got busy again with work and friends and family and life and neglected myself and my health and my goals, and I gained all of the weight back plus an extra 10 pounds. So now here I am one year later, 10 pounds heavier than where I started last year, and I realize that I have to start all over again. And it's heartbreaking and frustrating, but I know I have to do it. And I've been listening to your podcast again for the first time in months, and I've been watching the new season of The Biggest Loser. And I am feeling really inspired and motivated to actually make it happen this time. To count the calories, to get back to daily intentional physical activity, and to figure out what is really going on in my personal and professional life that is getting in the way of my living a balanced and healthy life and make whatever interchange necessary to be successful. To that end, I plan to lose one to one and a half pounds a week and lose a total of 25 pounds to get to a healthy weight by the end of January and a total of 40 pounds to reach my goal weight by mid-April. And because I love to run and even though I have some weight to lose, have been running consistently, I want to start running road races again. So I plan to run a 5K already this upcoming Saturday and I'm going to run my first half marathon in mid-November. So those are my goals, and I'll keep you guys updated. Thanks for telling us all about your struggles, because it makes me feel like I'm not alone in my own struggles, and for all your inspirational words every week. Like you said, Cliff, this is a new day and a new moment, and it's time for me to want for and strive for and have something better for myself, a more balanced and healthy life. Take care, guys. I look forward to hearing your next podcast. Thanks. Wow. This Father Roderick, I, I, you know, who cares about sponsorship money? That to me, that that is awesome. That's why we do this show. I'm impressed. I'm very impressed, especially by uh, your capacity to pick yourself up again and and just start again. Even though I, that must be painful, and and <laughs> to be honest, I th- I've been in that situation as well, where I gained a lot back, and it feels like, man, I've failed myself. But still, the you know that you can do it because you've done it before. And so that will make you able to be successful. And what I particularly like about your feedback is that you um, you want to go to the root of the of the problem and you want to f- try to figure out you know what it is exactly, whether it's too much work or you know a lack of balance in that area or the, or some other issues. But I think if you go to the to the root of the problem, you will be successful because the, the motivation, the attitude is there and that, that will make you win. Absolutely. Jen, I am so thankful that you called in and uh, I desperately want to have another piece of audio feedback from you in about six weeks and I would love for you to give us a progress and I'm hoping that maybe between one and a half to two pounds a week you've lost and, and uh, we'll have some great things. But hey, no matter what the results are, we want to hear from you in about four to six weeks. How's that sound? I would, uh, I would definitely uh, want to hear more. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. All right. And, so, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed that despite you know the, despite the setback, you you kept running and you're still preparing for a half marathon. That that's great too. I I love that spirit. Absolutely. It's, it's definitely what's necessary. And then of course, you know, we, we, she shared that she was uh, inspired by us, not only sharing our triumphs, but our struggles too. And, and, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. It, sometimes it's, it's painful to share my setbacks. It's painful to, 
you know, I like to be the source of inspiration and the source of encouragement and the source of, you know, the positive thinking that we can do anything. And to know that sometimes I just get off track and I become completely undisciplined and I fall into some of my old habits and and I just lose sight of all the things that I know to be true and I live out my life completely different than what I've told everybody that I want to and I feel like a complete failure. That's very difficult to come in front of a microphone and share. But, um, you know, it, it's important to understand that we are who we are. And and I love what you're saying is, is we need to find out what's the root cause of this. And yeah. uh, I, I'm looking forward to sharing, you know, our, our updates this week. I, I have some interesting things to share, two things I've learned about myself this week and, and uh, looking to share those. But uh, before we do that, let's turn over to Donna, who's called in next. And so here's what Donna had to say. This message is for the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. This is Donna Crowell in Springvale, Maine. I just wanted to call in again to update you on the results of my first half marathon that I ran on Sunday in 2 hours, 44 minutes, 51 seconds. An avid runner, I'm continuing to train for the Shamrock Half Marathon, which I will run in Virginia Beach on St. Patrick's Day weekend next March. As I mentioned before, my husband and I started our weight loss journey on New Year's Day, and we reached our goal weights in May. We're continuing to find new ways to maintain our healthy weights. We are staying inspired by watching Season 10 of The Biggest Loser and listening to both this podcast and the Jillian Michaels radio show podcast on our commutes to and from work. By the way, I've heard that she will be beginning the radio show again in January, and hopefully we'll be able to listen to the new shows and podcast forms at our convenience. In addition to listening to the podcast, we're eating more fresh fruit and have substituted ice cream that we used to eat at night with a bowl of frozen fruit. I make sure that I eat at least one salad a day, usually lunch at work, and I'm always looking for healthy, low-calorie recipes and try to make one or two new items a week. I try to also find recipes that I can prepare on the weekend and then freeze or refrigerate to be eaten during the week, giving me more time to go out for a run when I get home from work. Speaking of recipes, I would like to contribute to your podcast by recommending to your listeners a website where I've gotten a lot of deliciously simple, healthy, and low-calorie recipes. The site is hungry-girl.com. And on that site, you can sign up for the newsletter, which is a daily email containing one to three new recipes or information on new low-calorie products that are out on the market. The recipes are archived, so you can do a search for the ones with the ingredients that you want to use. And these recipes are easy to make and usually only have a few ingredients in most cases. Uh, You don't have to be a gourmet cook to prepare them. That's all I have for now. I will continue to listen to your podcast for motivations and helpful ideas from you and your listeners who call in. Until I update again, eat well and keep moving. Bye-bye. Donna, thank you so much. And uh, what an inspiration to... To know that she's not only main, uh, got to her goal weight, but she's still looking for creative ways to maintain it. And, uh, you know, I never heard of just eating frozen fruit before. Have you? No. No, it sounds good. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I, I never thought of frozen fruit. So, uh, yeah, that that's that's interesting. Hmm. Some berries, perhaps, or uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That It just sounds intriguing. I, I wonder what kind of fruits that she's eating. Uh, and yeah. if, does, does she put anything on top of the fruit or does she just eat the frozen fruit? I'm, well, I'm I t- intrigued. I At one point I, I, I'd bought too many bananas because I, <laughs> I use bananas for my, for my, um, uh, smoothies in the morning because it's, it, it kind of makes it more creamy and it's, it's healthy of course. Uh huh. 
Um, but I'd bought a whole bunch of bananas because they were, you know, on sale. And then I, they started to turn brown, you know, it's like, uh oh, <laughs> if I eat all these bananas, I'm going to have way too much. And so I decided to cut them into small pieces and freeze them in. And so uh, at one point I, I tried to eat them as a snack just in the morning to but it was like really chewy and <laughs> impossible <laughs> to eat so i don't know what kind of fruit is is suitable but definitely not banana but well, uh, you know the if, thing is is you now that you talk about it when i when we actually make smoothies we like them to be nice and nice and cold and i don't like to put ice in because it waters it down a little bit yeah. so we've we've certainly frozen our fruit before like strawberries and berries and stuff like that and even banana chunks uh, we'll we'll freeze it and we turn it into a smoothie. So I wonder if she purees it. But then it it's not really a snack, right? I mean, I, <laughs> I don't or, know. Well, or I if guess you it is. It, you could eat it, eat it as ice cream. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's what she's doing. Oh. Donna, the world wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I so tagline: Eat healthy and keep moving. I love that tagline. Exactly. Hey, one more piece of audio feedback, and this is Fred from Long Island. Something about Chipotle. So here we go. Hello, Cliff and Father Roderick. This is Fred from Long Island. I'm calling about your recent uh, pilgrimage to Chipotle episode. And um, when I first started listening to Cliff uh, pretty close to five years ago when he started, uh, he and Stephanie talked a lot about Chipotle, and they didn't have any here on Long Island for a few years after that. Actually, it's only been maybe three, two or three years since they've had one, you know, ones here in the southern New York area. So... Uh, when they finally did come here, I was very excited uh, to go there. So once again, great endorsement uh, for Chipotle and very disappointing that there's still not a sponsor, Cliff. you got to work on that. But um, one thing I'd like to mention as far as uh, diet goes, um, one time I had there, I think it's a honey uh, Chipotle vinaigrette or something like that, uh, one of their salad dressings and I mean, I'd put together, you know, a pretty decent salad with, uh, you know, the beans and whatever. But then putting that dressing on, the calorie count on that dressing is really shameful. I mean, it's, it's something, you know, over 100 calories. I think it's actually closer to 200. You might want to look it up for the show. But definitely stay away from the dressing. And I know Cliff has suggested this in the past. Use the salsa instead. So that's a little tip uh, if you're going to enjoy some Chipotle, which uh, anyone who's been there uh, pretty much will, I think. So, anyway, thanks for the show. Talk to you soon. Of course, if you do, thanks, Fred. If you do go to Chipotle, watch out for those serving sizes as well. And Cliff, why do we record this show <laughs> at 6.30 p.m. my time? I'm now <laughs> craving for Chipotle. <laughs> uh, you know, if you go to chipotlefans.com, you can get the recipes for how they make all that good stuff. Mm. I think it's ChipotleFan.com. Anyway, you just look it up. Chipotle fans in Google. It'll pull that site up. <laughs> mm, I'm hungry for some Chipotle myself now. And I just had a peanut butter sandwich for lunch. <laughs> Which, you know what? I, I just want to say that it's very difficult to stay in in uh, your normal routine and everything when you're eating the same food over and over again. And so uh, I feel like I'm going to turn into peanut butter. Because that's what I eat. I eat peanut butter all the time. Really? And I'm getting tired of it. And so. Oh, why don't you switch? Why don't you just take a sandwich with the jam or something like that? Or Yeah, well, I, I think I need to see if I can go grocery shopping with my wife next time she goes. You know what I, what I do a lot with the sandwiches nowadays 
it's a, I use a bit of fish. <clears throat> it's like the tuna or, or uh, even sardines, although it's kind of messy, sardines. <laughs> it's cheap but messy. And then I add like salad and lots of like herbs, etc. And I make this big, huge tuna sandwich with whole wheat bread. And so it looks like you're eating this monster sandwich, but it's a lot of it. It's just the, the the tuna is there just for the for the taste and a bit of the saltiness. And then there's just lots and lots of vegetables, so it fills you up. And, and it's it's always you can you can do a lot of varied things with the 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 type of um, uh, lettuce or or tomatoes that you put on it, and it makes it uh, makes it very varied and extremely um, extremely healthy. So that's kind of what I do when I have a craving, and st- I I do like peanut butter as well. Although I have to combine it with something, I can't I can't eat a sandwich with just peanut butter. So I put some honey on it or banana, just <laughs> like Elvis did, I think. <laughs> but it's- peanut butter banana sandwiches are the best. Yeah, they peanut are. butter, banana jelly, um, chocolate. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that's, All right. That's- that's good. <laughs> All right. So so let's talk about our updates. Uh, I'll, I'll share some stories here for myself. One, I want to say that I made a goal that I'd be at the gym every morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been at the gym almost every day. Uh, wow. But not in the morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but, but still, at least, I, went. at least I went. And I'll tell you what, I had... Um, you know, it's that whole procrastination thing. It's like, ah, you get up in the morning. It's like, ah, you know what? I'll just go this afternoon. I'm going to have a spot this afternoon. And then you don't go in the other. I'll go after dinner and then you don't go after dinner. And then it's like, oh, it's like, okay, am I going to feel guilty all night and all day tomorrow for not going today? Or am I going to go? And, uh, I think it was Tuesday night. I went to the gym at like nine o'clock at night. And I desperately did not want to go. And I went and it was horrible horrible but oh yeah but i went and i'm sitting there thinking oh my gosh have i just lost my zeal have i just lost my passion and and what's going on here well the next day i went back to the gym and i went during the daytime it was it was during the afternoon in between a consulting call and uh i was right back at it it was like wow that was great and and stuff like that I have a real hard time, you know, there's always so many different things that that call for my attention, whether it be in the morning, whether it be in the afternoon, or whether it be at night, there's always about, you know, 10 to 20 emails that are not just, you know, it's not just chit-chat emails, these are people who want very serious things, who want to buy things from me, who want to hire me for things, I mean, these are important communications, it just seems like they, you know, I can get to inbox zero, but as soon as I walk away for two or three hours, there's like seven more of those emails. Mm-hmm. And man, that is so distracting. And it's like sometimes I, I just, I want to get to that place where I say, you know what? I need to get up early in the, I need to go to bed early at night. I want to wake up and go to the gym. And I want to just say, you know what? I do not, the, my email inbox, it doesn't even exist. It is completely dead to me until yeah. a certain day, a certain time in the day. Yeah, you know what? You do not get me before this time. <laughs> it's just not possible, and that's what I got to set for myself. But it's—I don't know about you, Father, but I struggle with that. It's like, it is, yeah, I wake yeah. up in the morning and I'm like, "Ooh, I have so much mental energy right now. I am thinking so clear and so many different plans." And 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 wow, if I don't get this all written down right now, I need to go write this all down because 
wow, am I inspired right at this moment to work, work, work. Oh my gosh, if I was to work right now, I could accomplish more in the next three hours than I would all day long. (laughs) Have you ever felt like that? I feel like that all the time. And it's it's, it's exactly in the morning, that's when you feel energetic and the temptation is to jump straight into the work. And then it's all of a sudden it's noon and it's like, oh, what just happened? Yep. And of course, I know, I know if I get up early, I can, I can still go to the gym and I can still get that early start in the day. But, but I'll tell you what, there, there were times, Father Roderick, I woke up at 5.30 in the morning uh-huh. and, and I came downstairs to grab my keys. And I'm not yeah. kidding you. I was on my way to the gym. I just needed to grab my keys. And that little creature just inside my head says, ah, sit down and write that, that just that one note. And then I look Ugh. at, and then I look at my email inbox and I'm like, oh, I need to, I should do that now. And the next thing I know, you know, I, again, it's like 540 in the morning, I'm sitting down here. And the next thing I know, it's 930 and I've got 30 minutes before my next consulting call. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. I- you know, and a lot of the uh, time management people and, and uh, you know, the GTD, uh, um, get it, what is it, getting things done uh, strategy, they always emphasize, like, um, never read email first thing in the morning. Don't do it. Resist it. Close it. <laughs> Schedule it for, like, a later time during the morning, but, but resist the temptation because once you do that, your mind gets working. It's like as if you're jumpstarting your uh, your mind, and and you can't put it to rest anymore. I have a and, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, and and I I um, I've I've tried to because I had that habit. It, you know, even it was as bad as you know I was would be waking up, and the first thing I would do is I'd grab my phone and check my email. Uh huh. And then and then check Twitter and Facebook. You know. And then I was doing that in bed. I was like, I am crazy. <laughs> Stop doing that. And, um, and so I, uh, I, I made a, a, a resolution, not well, it was about a year ago, where I was like, I, I am not going to check email before I've had breakfast. And I'm going to resist the temptation of, of checking email while having breakfast. And so that's kind of what I do now. I I I, I wake up. I, I'm trying to establish this morning ritual, and it's not going very well because I'm not waking up early enough. But I'm getting there. I'm I'm already going to bed a lot earlier than last week. But um, my ideal morning would be to wake up, uh, you know, at five thirty or five o'clock, eat a little bit, go out for a run, and consider the run to be kind of planning time. So in, and and usually what I do is I listen to a podcast, a boring one, so not yours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this week in tech, or you know, you've got these babbling baboons uh, on some of these podcasts where you know they t- or no, no, a great podcast for me to to plan and to think and to to be in my own space is this week in Google. Oh I don't yeah. Know if- Listen to that show. That show like goes on for two hours and I can just completely blank out after 30 seconds because it's really not interesting at all. I unsubscribed from that show so long ago. Oh my gosh. Well, I use it to zone out. It's kind of my mantra. I kind of let those guys babble in the background. Yep. Jess Jarvis, Google. Hyper-personal news. Hold on. Hyper-personal news stream. Yeah. And they've got all that jargon and it's always the same. <laughs> and then in the meantime, 
my brain just slowly starts to wake up and I start to make plans. I was like, okay, so how am I going to do this day? Well, let's start with cleaning up the kitchen and then I'm going to do one hour of, uh, you know, email and then I go do show prep and, um, and I get excited about my work. And the, th- the funny thing is I don't feel guilty anymore of running for an hour because I'm, I'm actually working. I'm already, I'm planning the rest of the day. And that helps me to kind of ease to get rid of that feeling of guilt. Like, oh, I sh- I sh- I've got so much email waiting for me. Well, you know, like, the, I'm planning. We need to get to the place where we don't feel guilty for not working and working out instead. You know, and, and that's yeah. something that I've been working on. Because like, for example, yesterday, now I, I've shared with you, I have been successful in going mm-hmm. to the gym. Most of the time, either during the day in between consulting calls or right after dinner or something like that. That's most my been my most successful times. I haven't been in the morning yet uh, in a while. But I want to get to, you know, yesterday I finished a consulting call and I had an hour and a half block between that and my next call. And I went to the gym and you know what? There were emails in there and I went there and I, I said to myself, you know what? I know that there are people who are waiting for me to respond. But right now, what's most important for me is to be on that treadmill. Yeah, I need this. This is important for me, and it's important for my clients. And and I, but I still struggle with feeling guilty because there are people who want, who are waiting desperately for me to answer a quote unquote quick question that's mm-hmm. going to solve a, <laughs> that's going to solve a problem that they're experiencing. Famous, famous quick question emails. Yes. Oh yeah, I can't. Just I don't, a question. Just a quick question. <laughs> Uh, oh, those. <laughs> I so, think I've written a few of them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that, you know, I want to get to that place. And the other thing is, I was thinking, you know, wouldn't it be great to create a, an email service that basically, like like Gmail, you know, it, it'd be just like Google. I mean, matter of fact, it, let's just say there's a Google feature that <clears throat> that basically in Google Labs, you can go in and you say, okay, I'm allowed to check my email box within this two-hour time window in the morning. And mm-hmm. this two two hour time window in the afternoon, and at the end of the day, there is a thirty five minute or forty five minute time window at the end of the day. And as now, your email will function; it will always receive email, but it will never, ever, ever, ever allow you via any access, any mobile phone, any web device, nothing. You will never be able to sign in and actually see your email. Unless it's those scheduled times. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I think if, if Google would implement implement that without uh, a clear reason to do so, I think that they would be out of business. <laughs> no, 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 no. This was this would be a service that you would opt into. Yeah. It could be the Darth Vader uh, force stronghold. It's like <laughs> I'm choking you <laughs> for most of the day, except for, you know, there are just two hours a day that I will release the force grip on your throat and then uh-huh. you can do your email. <laughs> but no, you're right. You're right. Because it is especially, and this is has a lot to do with our habits. You, It's one of the things that made you successful is creating these habits of of always being on top of your email and and working your way to e, uh, to inbox zero you fought for that yep so you told your system your mind your, your being you know like inbox zero is important for my success in life for my peace at you know and for my balance in life and so no wonder that 
that that email triggers that. It's like I gotta get to eat to inbox zero. So it's it's like one good habit fighting um, well a potential other habit that would also be good, and that is that I I have to go and work out because that too is a, is a, is, a, is a very important habit for the longevity of my success. Yeah, you can you can burn up very brightly in 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 a couple of years and be extremely on top of everything, and then you know. <laughs> After a while, you get a heart attack. Um, but it's, yeah, it, it's, that's one of the things that I um, <clears throat> learned this week. And it's just by thinking about, you know, why do I fall off the wagon from time to time? And um, and I think it is, it's specifically the, you know, the the bad habits of, of you know, it's... <sighs> Just lately, I've been struggling again with eating those darn potato chips. And I was like, <gasps> I thought I was, I, I thought I was, I was rid of that temptation or that that you know that that bad habit. And so, and yet, when I'm at the supermarket, I just like, I even at one point, I I, I had only healthy stuff, and I went back to grab a bag of potato chips, and I ate the whole bag. The same. Like and then afterwards you're like, how could I? It's stupid. It was salty. It didn't taste well, and yet I felt almost is strange. I was like, I was compulsive eating, and I want to get to the end of the bag. I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm going to finish this bag of potato chips, and and then it's like the, I was like a second layer of of consciousness that was like observing that behavior. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you eating that whole bag of potato chips? And it's by thinking the next day about that. Well, so why did I do that? And it was because I, I was unhappy about what I accomplished that day. I didn't, I didn't, my day was, it had been very chaotic and I didn't plan my day. And so at the end of the day, I was like, I didn't get anything done. Not even one single podcast recording. And I wanted to do five today. And so it's almost as if, Finishing that ba- bag of potato chips, and this is how pathetic, pathetic it got. That was my single most important accomplishment for the day. There was something in my <laughs> mind that tried to compensate the lack of accomplishment by, well, at least I can finish this bag of potato chips. Yeah. I, I don't know what, or Greg, did I just call you Greg? <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Cliff. I don't know what it is, but I was like, this is, this is material for, you know, a consult with a psychiatrist because this is not normal, <laughs> but I recognized the pattern. It's what? a lack of, of discipline and good, good habits in one area of my life that makes me do these stupid things of, you know, my biggest achievement today, finishing off a bag of potato chips. Yeah. Well, I want to say I, I listened to, I finally got all caught up on all of your shows that I listened to. I, I, I got caught up on the break while I was uh, driving to and from Nashville. And yeah. I finished uh, the le- most recent two episodes of Health and Holiness uh, mm. on the treadmill yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I just want to say I really enjoyed those. And if folks haven't done so, you need to go and check out Health and Holiness over at sqpn.com. Uh, and especially the most recent two episodes, go check them out. And and I loved hearing you you talk about. It. It's like, man, why do I feel so you know overwhelmed and depressed about this? Yeah. And and the whole struggle with back and forth is like, you know what? There are going to be ups, there are going to be downs. But why do we have this self defeating feeling of failure all the time? And but at the same time, we want to make sure that we always want the best for ourselves, and we always want to succeed. And and uh, do we put on that facade or do we let people know that I'm really struggling? I, I really enjoyed 
all the thoughts that you had there. And I'm going to encourage people to go check that out. It's for me, it's an exercise in, in being dead honest. And I, oh man, it's so hard. <laughs> I mean, like the, the, not the last episode, but the one before where I was kind of showing the world how grumpy I can be at times. Cause some, some people think that I'm always, you know, smiling and always optimistic. Well, I can be extremely grumpy as a, a lot of the viewers to the Ustream know, because, <laughs> you know, I'm on and I'm very, you know, op positive when I'm recording a show, but I can get so grumpy when something goes wrong technically afterwards. Yep. And so yep. it's like, what is this? And, 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 and I just, while I was telling the world, you know, how difficult for me it is sometimes to get a hold of myself and keep my emotion in check, I was like, why am I, am I really recording this? Am I going to put this out? But then I was like, well, this is, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell the world how successful I am in being healthy and balanced and holy. No, I, the, the whole purpose of this thing is to, to, to share my quest, my journey towards this. And if I were only to share the successes, then it would be, you know, nobody would learn anything and, and nor would I. Because I would never have the the occasion to come clear with these things and, and just, well, the, what I just said, you know, about eating that bag of chips, that's kind of a mini confession. I feel super bad about that. I, I feel guilty and, um, and just plain bad about it. But if I wouldn't, if this show wasn't there, then I could, I could continue to fool myself and downplay it and say, well, that's not such a problem. And I would have never discovered what I discovered this week. And that is that eating that bag of chip was kind of compensating for the lack of, of accomplishment in the, in the rest of the day. And the fact that I didn't achieve anything and felt bad about that was the lack of planning and the lack of consistency and, you know, waking up at a reasonable time and then just sit down before I do anything else and just think, okay, so how am I going to make this day a good day? Yeah, and so it's it's kind of always trying to get to the root of the problem, and and um, I I gladly confess the symptoms of the problem, because it it will lead me to the to the core to the to the root of it. Absolutely. Well, hey, uh, we are running right about forty five minutes now, so I'm going to play a little bit of an audio clip here from uh, a good friend of mine. His name is Eric Fisher. He's also my co host for. Social Media Serenity, and they had uh, recently started a new podcast called Wellness Break Radio. Here's a little bit about that. Are you frustrated with hearing about health and fat loss gimmicks that don't work? Or are you having success and living healthy, but always looking for something to take you to that next level? No matter where you fall, we want you to join us at Wellness Break Radio to get core information that will save you time and money while learning about the ways to increase your wellness. Join Eric, Nick, and Rob as we share our experience, setbacks, and triumphs on our journey to wellness. Look up Wellness Break Radio in iTunes or check out wellnessbreakradio.com. Well, there you go. Another ah. source of inspiration and encouragement when it comes to thinking about wellness and health. And a good example of great marketing because wellness, that is a very popular search term right now. It is. Maybe we should be the biggest loser wellness program. <laughs> or at least add it to our keywords so that if people google for that show they will also find ours <laughs> there we go and and matter of fact we should add eric fisher to our keywords as well just in case they search for right. him 
Great idea. What else is he known for? (laughs) (laughs) Eric, great job on launching the new podcast. And I'm so excited for you guys. I can't wait to check it out. Hey, special thank you to Fred, to Donna. And also, I'm looking at my show notes here. I have it somewhere right in front of me. No, actually, it's up here. There we go. And to Jen from Washington, D.C., Thank you to those three for calling in on our voicemail feedback hotline. Folks, we are not kidding when we tell you that we do this show not just for us, although we do do it for us, but we also do it for you. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear what your goals are. What is your journey like? Share with us. I I tell you, there's a lot of power in sharing where you are in the journey. If you can do that in about a minute or less on our voicemail feedback hotline, then we would love to play your comments on upcoming episodes of the Biggest Loser Podcast. You can call us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, nonstop. Well, actually, just call once a week or once every other week or so. But anyway, give us a call at 859-795-4067. Again, 859-795-4067. Father Roderick, your shows can be found where? All the shows are on sqpn.com or you can uh, go into iTunes and search for Health and Holiness or Father Roderick or SQPN and that will lead you straight to the source. Very cool. And my friends, we want to hear from you again. It's very important to us and uh, we just thank you. And we'll be back again next week and we will encourage you until then to be a loser. Be a loser.